Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello from the future. This is Brandon, the host and creator of Monster Eight the Pilot. You're getting this odd introduction due to the fact that Brandon used to have music on the podcast, and uh, that day finally came, and I'm starting to get episodes struck down. So I'm going through and getting all the music remo- removed. So you're getting this fun introduction to go over any time I had music playing at the beginning of the show. Um, if I'm not able to cut around it, like sometimes I talk over the music, so that's why this is here. Uh, yeah, so if there are references to songs or I seem to be talking about a song, I'm like, hey, I've got these three songs later. You know, look in the description of what they were. They will be cut out. I am working on it. It will take some time. Hopefully I don't get the ban while working on this stuff because a lot of these episodes are in the archives. And getting them out of the archives takes like 12 hours. But other than that, enjoy the show. Like I said, it's, uh, you know, I kind of fucked up by not knowing... Uh, but not understanding what I was reading when saying that Spotify Anchor allowed music on the podcast. I misunderstood what that meant. Anyways, yeah, it sucks, but we all get through it together. Enjoy the episode. It's the best episode ever. This is, Whatever episode this is on, it's the best episode ever. So listen, like, share, subscribe, support, all the fun stuff. Thank you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Monster Ate the Pilot podcast. I am your host, Brandon. It is Sunday afternoon. It is a rainy Sunday afternoon. It is time for five songs of the week. And the week that was for Brandon. If you're watching on Spotify, you can watch it in video mode. Um, I'm not going to do the YouTube thing because I don't host my podcast on YouTube through Anchor. I don't think that's a possibility. So I don't think I'm allowed to do the music stuff on the YouTube one, so just kind of cut it, and if I find out, then maybe I'll pick it back up. So if you do see the one episode that I released on YouTube, hey, that's a collector's item or something. It might be worth some money somewhere down the road, like a few pennies or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I got the music stuff figured out, so the five songs, you will hear parts of them tonight. I'll be playing some of them. Isn't that wonderful? Aren't we all excited about that? I'm wonderfully excited about it. I'm more than excited about it. Um... Then I had my good friend Dan on earlier. We figured out, you know, inviting people into the chat room or whatever this thing is for Riverside. Uh, had him on there. Everything sounded good, I thought. You know, he was, I think he was just using his computer mic or his phone mic. I'm not 100% sure. He wasn't using, like, an actual mic like, like I'm using, so, you know. So, who cares? Makes it easier to get people on the show, so. You know, if you really want to be on the show, let me know. I'm, I'm glad to have just about anybody on. Um, except Nazis and pedophiles. Um... No, I'll bring anybody on. And then, also, if I ever say, hey, you should be on the podcast, and you say, I don't think I'm interesting, guess what? I don't give a fuck if you don't think you're interesting. I think you're interesting. And this is my show, man. I mean, you don't have to come on, but this whole idea that you're not going to have enough to talk about or not going to be interesting enough, I don't give a shit. I think you are. That's all that matters. This show's for me. It's not for anybody else. You know? Like, I make the rules here. You know, if somebody, if you come on the show, then somebody reaches out and says, that was the worst fucking guest I've ever heard in my life. Guess what? Fuck that guy. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Like, you know, you do you, man. I, I would love to have anybody basically on. Like I say, except for, you know, and racists. I think racists are also on that list of Nazis and pedophiles. So, I don't want anybody who's a fucking racist on here. You shits. Fuck you. Ah, losing it. <laughs> I'm available on uh, Stitcher, Amazon Public, Radio, uh... Stitcher, Amazon, Radio Public, Spotify, Anchor, Google, uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon? I think I got all seven. I've got to get that figured out. <laughs> I've got to figure out the device in my head to get that to, you know, register every time to know which ones I'm saying. And in a certain order. It should be simple, but nah. 
Oh, that would have been a pretty solid week. I had, the, had some junk guys come out yesterday, remove the old sofa. I hate that sofa was so fucking uncomfortable, but it did its job. You know, it was a $500 sofa that I got on a day's notice, and it did its job for three, four years. So good for that sofa. Hopefully it enjoys sofa heaven or wherever they end up going. But I had them get that out of here, so I'm getting everything rearranged in the room, getting things clean and tidy. Then um, got the sex appeal sofa coming in, and oh my good God almighty, I'm so excited. As soon as they put that thing down, I'm like, guys, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of here, because you don't want to see what's about to happen to this sofa. <laughs> I shouldn't say I should have sex with sofas. My mom listens to this show. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I'm very excited about Sex Appeal Sofa. I mean, if you're watching the video version, you see how much chest hair I'm showing. Of course I refer to the sofa as a Sex Appeal Sofa. Like, I'm almost at an inappropriate level of chest hair, and I didn't even think that was possible. That's where I'm at. It's wonderful. This is the show, man. This is the show. Uh, no, if you want to like, support, subscribe, share, that'd be wonderful. Get the word out. Uh, my good buddy Dennis reached out to me the other day, said he's about halfway through episode two. Good. Awesome. Love Dennis. Good guy. Great guy. Um, now, so now I'm in that Southwest market down in New Mexico. I got that market on lock. Number one podcast in New Mexico. Literally ranked. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool if it was. Uh, no, I hit that market. That's a, that's what, that's what we talk about in the big corporate meetings, right? Got to hit, got to get in that market, man. Got to bleed it dry. Got to suck every penny out of it. Can't have any artistic freedom, man. You got to just make money, make money. Nah, fuck that. That's why I took the whole weekend off. You know, working my job weekends are the big money days. But, you know, I work 12 straight days. And uh, 10, 10 or 12, I can't fucking remember. Like, it just bleeds together. And I just decided, you know what? Because like, I even thought about going in just, you know, because I realized I didn't have anything really going on Saturday. I was like, maybe I'll just go in. And uh, sometimes you just need to take the break and just need to sacrifice the money a little bit. Money's great. Money's wonderful. You could do a lot of things. I mean, I have this fucking mic. I have all this stuff I've done for the podcast through money. So it's wonderful. But at the same time, like, it's not worth sacrificing absolutely everything for. So, yeah, good for me for taking a day off, taking care of myself. And then also, congratulations to me, day 689 of sobriety. Big thumbs up. Good job, Brandon. Way to go. 689. Once again, unfathomable. And, um, I don't know. Uh, the little I know about anything, I've always felt like a obtainable goals are the way to get to places. And uh, that's how I got to 689, you know. When I decided to get sober, yeah, it, didn't, it was like, get through a day. Get through a week. Get through three months. Because, you know, ultimately, I wanted to do a year. That was ultimately the goal from the very beginning was a year. Take a year break and see where we go from there. Excuse me. And, um, but that was such a daunting number. A whole year? And then it became, well, make it three months. You've done four months before, just, you know, for no reason. Just decided to, I think somebody said that I drank too much. I'm like, you know what? Uh, somebody told me I couldn't stop, so I stopped for four months. And then I got to the point where I literally didn't know if I could stop or not. <laughs> Rough. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, you've done four months before. Why not try three months? Why not make this, you know, year's your ultimate goal, but your right now goal is to make three months. Okay. Get to the end of three months. How about you do three more? You get to six months. Okay. I've done three months. I can do three more of this. You know, about month five, I was like, okay, how about we plan something for the six months? You know, give yourself a reward. Take care of yourself. So I did that. And then got to six months, I'm like, 
do six more months of this, and you'll be out your year. Okay, I can do that. And I did. And now, like, after I got to the year, you kind of realize how much power you have within yourself to do things. And, you know, you don't... I, I still have days where I don't see that. I still have days where I struggle with stuff, and I don't understand that I can change a lot of things. I can't change absolutely everything. I can't solve world peace or world hunger. I'm not that smart. I'm not that guy. You know, I can help out in some ways. I can, you know, do things that benefit others or benefit myself. Um, you gotta try. You gotta keep trying, man. Try a little harder and breathe a little deeper. Um, you know, you gotta stay positive and get better every single day. And that's what I think. I think it's kind of teaching yourself that you do have kind of the power to change your life or just kind of to make things better. That, you know, ultimately, every time you obtain that a goal, you do kind of just, you just feel better about things in general. So you just kind of can move forward and do things and kind of keep going. And that's kind of where I'm at, you know. I know I have the power to continue to do what I want to do. You know, I'm not said that, like I've said from the beginning, I don't think I'll ever be sober forever. I think I'll probably drink again at some point, but it'll be my choice. It's my choice. It's not, you know, I have the, the power in this situation over the sobriety, which, you know, I am fortunate, though, because I never got to the point where quitting drinking was life and death. Because, you know, like, when I quit, I didn't have, like, shakes. I didn't have to be prescribed PBRs at the emergency room just to survive. So, you know, luckily I cut it off early enough. I know there's people who struggle with that, and I couldn't even imagine being that far, not far gone, but being that deep in the valley that it's that hard to climb out up the mountain. Geography metaphors. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how much... I just lost my train of thought. I just know, you know, understanding that I could do it and didn't giving myself the ability to understand that I can do it was kind of the biggest takeaway I'm taking away from, you know, this past week in terms of my sobriety. Like I said, 689. Thumbs up. Good job, Brandon. <laughs> oh, it's hell is real as night. Hell is real. Columbus versus Cincinnati. Hell is real. Cucho's going to score a hat trick. 4-1 to Columbus. I'm calling it right fucking now. Um, going to be a good game. Going to be there. Going to be out in the rain. Going to be just drenched it's gonna be great it's gonna be a wonderful time my sister and her uh her her man friend anderson's coming up and then uh jeff mundo is gonna be there he's gonna have a good time we're gonna have a great time together the four of us just having a wonderful time it's got a yearly thing now me jr and my sister went to the game last year now it's gonna be four of us i don't know maybe maybe eventually eventually it'll become a whole section it's just me and my friends just hanging out having a great time you know what probably not but you never fucking know you never fucking know <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I don't have a lot of time. i got to meet JR in about an hour. Um, uh, so earlier this week, I got went to a spontaneous show, went to Roomba Cafe down on Summit Street. Great place to go. I used to live right down the street from that. Like, you could see it from Roomba Cafe. You could see my old apartment. Um, good times. Some solid times there. Um, I love Roomba Cafe. It's a good spot. I'm trying to think real quick. Yeah, I went to see David Ramirez. I didn't even know he was in Columbus until a, fun, a friend of mine posted about it. I was like, oh, shit, David Ramirez is in Columbus. I got to go check this out. So I bolted out of work at, uh, at the end of the night. Probably missed the first two songs. I missed the opener, who was supposed to be really good. I need to find out who she is and check her out because uh, they said it was she was excellent. Um, no, but David's got a really great voice. Good songwriter, singer-songwriter. The band behind him was pretty solid. Um, good time. Good time. And I saw my good friend Nate. Hadn't seen him probably four years. I think I've seen him like once or twice since I've moved to Columbus. It's good to see Nate. Good guy, great guy. 
Good pal. He's a good pal. I've let him stay at my apartment one time in Portsmouth because he was too drunk to go home. So I let him stay. That's how much I, I appreciate that guy. He's a good guy. He doesn't, like, for a long time he thought I hated his guts. Must because I bust balls. But, you know, I never did. He's a good guy. He could be a little much. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's a good dude. Good dude, Nate. Got a good beard. Good beard. Plays music. I like the same music. I told him about uh, John Moreland plans. He says he's going to try and get himself up there. So that'd be pretty cool to hang out with him again. Told me that uh, Ryan Sprinkle was still playing music. I do love Ryan. He lives in uh, Tom Birdwell's old place up in the up in the mountains of Shawnee. Good guy, Ryan. Ryan's a good guy. Great guy. Wonderful guy. Top notch. Uh, plays good music. Plays a good mix of music when he plays. Oh, no. But yeah, I went to Nurma Cafe. Always reminds me of uh, this really cool time. Uh, got three years ago probably. I watched uh, Corey Brandon and American Aquarium. They played, and um, good show. I went back to the place, and I'm like, you know, I'm hungry, so I went. There's a Hispanic uh, food truck right around the corner. Excellent food, excellent food. If you want good food truck, like Hispanic food, go to this food truck on basically at Hudson and Summit. Um, right by there's a 14 and 0 uh, carry out and an UDF. They used to be there. I think they're still there. If they're not, man, it's sad. But yeah, that's wonderful food. And there used to be this girl that worked there. Her name was like Carmen or Carlita or uh, Carmelita. I think that's the name I gave her. I don't think I actually ever knew her name. <laughs> she was beautiful. Just a beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. She was probably, I don't know, 24, something like that, maybe in that range. But she was a, just a beautiful girl. Uh, I always felt bad for her because, like, some fucking creeps would always hang out. Like uh, like this guy who's calling her beautiful on his podcast. <laughs> nah. Um, all I ever did was order food. I never had a kid on her or anything like that. She was, you know, there's like certain girls like, that's out of my league. She was one of them. Not to say that I've never hit one out of the park and went out of my league before. You know, I've been fortunate enough, like this fucking chud in front of you on this uh, screen has sometimes got girls that are way more attractive than he is. So good for me. Good for you, Brandon. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Nah, but there was he, there was always this one guy in particular. He was a drug dealer, obviously a drug dealer, because he would hang out in front of the carryout. People would come up, talk to him, go inside. He would leave. They would leave a few minutes later, and then he'd come back about ten, fifteen minutes later and just do it all over again. You know what I mean? And yeah, he was is always. You could just tell he's a fucking drug dealer. But he would sit in his fucking car and just stare at her, like just menacingly, just staring at her. Like you know, like it's supposed to be impressive that he's a fucking drug dealer. Like, I don't know. Some people are impressed by that shit. I don't know why. But he would just fucking stare at her in his car, just blaring his fucking music. And, like, it was, ugh, it's gross. I fucking hate that. It's like, you know, he's like, this, like, like the ownership bullshit that some dudes feel about women. Like, you know, you can't talk to other people, you're mine type bullshit. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's so stupid. You're nobody. You're just a. I about said about said the B word. My friend Taylor doesn't like the B word, so I try to keep from saying it. There you go, Taylor. Shout out to Taylor. She's a good good lady. Good lady. Great lady. Worked with her at Red Lobster. What a shithole that was. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of Red Lobster, actually, back to the story about the Roomba Cafe. When I'm coming back to go to the uh, food truck, Corey Brandon is sitting outside Roomba Cafe. He's just sitting on the sidewalk smoking a cigarette, and there's nobody else outside. I love Corey Brandon. He's one of my favorite like songwriters, musicians, just in general. He's got a really cool voice. He's a really inter- like cool guitar player, especially for like the folk. Like you know, he always has fun. Has like metal influences. You can tell like the way he plays. It's cool. 
but he always writes some good songs. Um, but no, he's sitting out there. So I'm walking up. I'm like, why don't I just sit down beside you? So I'm like, hey, do you care if I sit here? And he's like, oh, no, go right ahead. So I sit down, and we just you know chit-chat back and forth talking about uh, – he has a song called The Vow, which is about his dad. I talked to him about – you know, my bon- I talked about my dad. So we just kind of went back and forth talking about our fathers and stuff like that. And then um, we talked about shitty jobs because I was working Red Lobster at the time. And he was like, oh, those Cheddar Bay Biscuits. I'm like, I fucking hate those goddamn things so much. I still hate Cheddar Bay Biscuits. I think they're fucking gross. Like, they were solid when they were when I was there, but now, like, they're just, uh, they remind me of a horrible time in my life, basically. <laughs> I love the people I worked with, like, you know, like Zach, Taylor, Dre, Elijah, uh, Elise. Um, let's see. Let's see, Brandon. God, the, people were just in and out so much. It's so hard to keep track of so many of them. Um... I can't think of anybody else off my head. Oh, Alyssa. Alyssa was a good person. Alyssa was good people. Um, I wish I could remember more. Like I said, people were just in and out all the fucking time. Oh, shit. Katie. Katie was a good person, too. No, so I was telling him about how much I fucking hated it. And he told me about working at this Mexican restaurant in Arkansas. Uh, when he was, I think, younger, like 20 or something like that. And like it was like renowned for its cheese, like the cheese you dip your chips in or put on your burritos and shit like that. And he's like, oh, man, I get to have that cheese all the time. He's like, two weeks in, I'm like, I fucking hate this cheese so much. And like, yeah. So it was like, it's really neat that I got to sit down with one of my favorite musicians and just talk about, you know, fathers and shitty jobs and, you know, just life in general for a little bit. Talked probably like 10, 10 minutes. Wish I could talk to him for like hours. Maybe I can see if he'll come on the podcast. That would be wonderful. See if he remembers that random ass moment from three years ago that he, I doubt he remembers. But it was really cool to talk to Corey Brandon. So I always will have a soft spot for Roomba Cafe and that sidewalk in front of it because I got to talk to one of my favorite musicians out front of it for half hour, or not half hour, ten minutes. It's good times. But yeah. Oh man, I'm excited for Hell is Real tonight. It's going to be so much fun. In the rain. Hopefully I don't get bronchitis or whatever happens when you get in the rain pneumonia I don't think it's cold enough for that hopefully not I think my mom's sending up ponchos I think I might take a jacket I might wear my jean jacket be a really cool guy uh, I am a pretty cool guy sometimes I don't know should be a good time I said I don't have a lot of time tonight so I'll probably have to just jump right into the five songs of the week I gotta meet JR in like 45 minutes so I actually do kind of have to get going here Brandon we're actually behind schedule that's how it is. Woefully Unprepared by Brandon Monovan. Uh, let's see. Song number one is going to be by David Ramirez. Um, good track from his My Love is a Hurricane record, which came out two years ago, I think. Yeah, I think it came out 2020, probably right after the pandemic. Um, I've been, I listened to David back with like Fables, which is like 2015 with like um, Harder to Lie, How Do You Get Him Back. A couple of really good songs there. Then he had, um, not watching from a distance. Oh, shit. I'm not going anywhere. That was the name of the record. It came out a couple of years after that. Then he released, um, My Love's a Hurricane in 2022. Then he did like a really cool, like kind of like a, not a gospel record, but kind of like those old kind of gospel-y kind of church songs. Him and like Brian Fallon did like the same thing, like a few months apart. It was pretty cool. Um, Kind of like worship songs, I guess you'd call them. No, but this is the third song off My Love is a Hurricane. It's called I Want to Live in Your Bedroom. It's kind of about a guy who's kind of uh, going through it with a girl, and she's kind of not so much teasing him or anything like that, but this kind of 
he still obviously hung up with her. He still obviously hung up with her. And um, she may not knowingly be doing anything, but to him, she kind of is. And uh, I don't know. I really love this song. I love playing it on guitar. I love... Um, I love the opening parts here. Um, he's got a really powerful voice. I didn't realize how great his voice really is until I got to see him live. Played a really good show. Um, you know, he had the band out for a little bit, then he played by himself, then the band came back out. Yeah, it, was, it was a wonderful time. I was really glad that uh, Nate posted, basically, he, he covered a song of David's on Facebook. And that's how I found out that he was in, so I was really happy to see David. He was one of those guys that's on the list of people I've never seen that I've wanted to see. So I'm really happy that got checked off the list. So, yeah, awesome. Wonderful. Good for David Ramirez. The You know what? He gets to be the first song of the week. He also gets to be the first song I got to play on the podcast. How wonderful is that? Isn't that just like the trophy he wants on his mantelpiece? I bet it is. <laughs> oh, man. Jumping in. Man, uh, Drive-By Truckers came on the other night. I haven't talked about Drive-By Truckers for a couple of weeks, which after like how much I talked about in the first like four or five episodes, it's pretty surprising I went this long without talking about it again. But this song came on um, on my shuffle the other night, and it's such a dirty fucking southern rock song. Like, it's just... Oh, man, it's... Oh, it's just, you just got to hear it. You just got to hear the guitar, how dirty this fucking thing is in there. It's an old song, too. Adam Housecat used to do it. It was a completely different song when it was Adam's Housecat. Um, it's such a fucking hard tune. Kind of like, you know, he's thinking about throwing himself off a mountain, you know, ending it all. But, you know, he's kind of like this weird way, kind of a hopeful song. He's like, you know, if I do all that, what's going to happen to all my stuff? What's going to happen to my friends? What's going to happen to my music? What's going to happen to all these things? It's kind of a oddly hopeful song. And then, yeah, like I said, I think Patterson's got a wonderful voice. A great fucking tune. Like I said, the guitar is so heavy and dirty and just, it's just, it's just, it's just disgusting. <laughs> I love that fucking song. Oh, man. And then, uh, you know, with Bruce obviously announcing his tour earlier this week, which I talked about, trying to figure out which shows I'm going to. Um... I always think of this song. Bruce used to play this song all the time. He doesn't play it as much anymore. He used to be one of his big closers. He'd play this song. It'd be like a fucking 12-minute epic. It's by Gary U.S. Bonds. It's uh, called Quarter to Three. And it's just a, it's just such a fun fucking song. I talked about this a little bit like in the first episode. Because um, basically Run Around Sue is the same exact song as this. And I don't know, man. Quarter to Three is such a great... It's just such a fun track. That's the thing. It's just such a fun song to listen to. Like Gary U.S. Bonds. Good track. Good track. Excellent track. Song number three of the week. Oh, man. And then, where are we at now? Oh, man. Talk about a great band. Talk about one of the great bands. One of those bands that nobody should really hate because they're just so accessible. They're funky. They're rock and roll. They're country. They're all of it. It's Credence, man. Credence, bro. And uh, there was a song of theirs. I can't remember if this is it or not, but like I was kind of looking for it, and this song came on, and I'm like, this is a good track. Uh, I was, I kind of watched the, what's his face? D.B. Cooper thing that came on Netflix. It was all right. I kind of, it didn't hold my attention very well. It seemed like it was trying really hard to kind of build up like uh, the big reveals or whatever. I'm like, it's not, like, I don't know. It's, you know, when I can, you would watch those really shitty alien history channel things and they're acting like they're going to find it and it's like yeah I would have heard about this if you did so I know you don't find anything 
and I don't know, it kind of felt like that kind of thing, like kind of marketing. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't think I finished it yet, but it just it didn't really grab my attention the way I hoped it would. But this song is off of which record is this? Is this shit? Which record is this? Pendulum. Pendulum. It's born to move. Man, like it. You always kind of forget because you know you hear you just kind of get a little not numb might be kind of an appropriate word for credence because you know anytime there's a Wranglers commercial or there's a uh, a commercial about a truck driving over rocks in the wet, like in the western part of the United States, they play a credence song. Or anytime somebody wants to think they're a hardcore like um, American Patriot, they play Fortunate Son. And even though they skipped the draft because of bone spurs. Uh, they want to act like this song is not literally about their billionaire ass. Um, so it's always weird. You know, you always kind of forget how great uh, Credence is. As I said, since we are kind of rushing through everything tonight, uh, we're about a half hour in. So I kind of do have to get going. We're about to the end of it. Last song. Um, I got my tickets this week to see uh, Camp Cope this coming Saturday. I'm really excited about that. Then I'm going to see uh, this next band. One of my, they made, not one of my favorite bands. I've only ever really listened to this record, but it's one of my favorite records. This is such an ambitious kind of project for hardcore bands. Like this big rock opera with unreliable narrators. This kind of sprawling narrative. It's a lot of fun. It's called David Comes Alive is the name of the record. It's by this band from Toronto called Fucked Up. And this record, a little over 10 years old. I think they had to postpone a 10-year thing because of uh, this thing called covid but yeah, this is one of my favorite songs ever written. It's called The Other Shoe by Fucked Up. And it's just, I just, I fucking love the song. I love the way it builds. You know, like those songs like Hey Jude and other songs, they start off very simple or they start off with like one little, as a motif, I'm, I don't even know. And then it's kind of, everything kind of layers and builds off of it. And this is one of my favorite ones that ever does, is it? Taking Judas's choice in a nutshell, it kind of, yeah, he did have like kind of the balls to do everything. You know, kind of like, you know, hey, I'm not sure about this, but he didn't kind of, I don't know, stick it out. He just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do something about this. End up being wrong. I mean, you sometimes make the wrong decision. He made kind of a unholy bad decision. <laughs> oh, man. It's fun. I fucking love Fucked Up. I love this record so much. I could have picked so many records or songs from this record. I'll probably pick another one next week since I get to see him. But yeah, Fucked Up's The Other Shoe off David Comes to Life from 2011. Like I said, I just love the way that song layers and builds. Such a wonderful song. A wonderful band. I cannot wait to see them Wednesday. It's going to be a great fucking time. It's going to be a great time. Well, I think that's it time for me because i got to kind of get going. I've got about a half hour to make it downtown, which should be no problems. Then we'll eat some food, watch the crew beat the shit out of that second-rate franchise in Cincinnati. That garbage franchise, no business being around franchise. Cincinnati just trash everywhere, man. Oh, no. Should be a good time. I will check back in on Wednesday. If you have liked what you've heard, like, share, subscribe. Um, sponsor if you want to. Um, Monster 8 the Pilot. I am Brandon. I'm available on Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google, Apple, and Anchor. If you get your podcast through there, share it. I'm available in video form on Spotify. Um, won't be on YouTube anymore just because of the music stuff. Hopefully... Hopefully I understood the music stuff properly and I'm not going to lose this whole episode. <laughs> like I said, I'll check back in on Wednesday. We'll have the Springsteen song of the week uh, and then we'll have everything else that's going on. I'll be gearing up for that sex appeal sofa and I'll have 
probably just as much chest hair showing that day as well. Have a great rest of your night. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your next few days, and I will check in. Have a good one. Stay positive. Get better. See ya.